right, ladies, really good to hear from you. Can you please do this real quickly? We'll just roll down the way and um, share with everyone just briefly who you are, what your chapter is, and then I have some questions for, for each and every one of you. Hi, everyone. I'm Kimberly Gilmartin, and my chapter is about um, slowing down and connecting to your heart so that you can um, connect to the all and, and create uh, abundance and wealth in your life. And I'm an entrepreneur and businesswoman, a parent, and just a regular person out here on the planet <laughs> wanting to shift things on a big level. My name is Anya Halam, and I'm a spiritual business mentor as well as intuitive digital artist. My chapter is called Manifesting Wealth, and it's all about connecting to your inner being, your spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and relational wealth before you get your financial wealth. Because that wealth comes from within, it comes from your spiritual, your emotions, your mental, aligning yourself in order to be physically wealthy as well and financially wealthy. Because abundance is your birthright, and you deserve it. And you're worthy of it. So getting in tune with your worthiness because, again, abundance is your birthright. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robin Mullen. And my chapter is called The Well of Source is the Source of Wealth. And it's really um, an opportunity for me to share my passion around creating a conscious connection with the infinite well, which I call the well of source, so that we can plug in and co-create with the infinite, with the mystery, with the divine. And so I'm very passionate about um, working with, with that and so that all of you, all of us can create beauty and wonderful impact in the world faster, with more fun, and with a lot of collaboration. So that's what my chapter's about, thanks. Hi everyone, I have a dry mouth, so excuse me. I think it's the red wine. I'm from, I'm Karen and I'm from Ireland. Um, my chapter is on fearless living. You know, my work is behind closed doors. For 15 years, I've been guiding souls from not com completing suicide and self-harming. I'm a psychotherapist and a tantric teacher. And I've done years of the dark night of the soul. I've done years of trying to get over my self-procrastination. And that allowed me to find the truth of that power, of that brilliance, of that fearless expression of, you know, if I don't care about what I think you think of me anymore, I'm going to give myself permission to live my best life. And that's what I do. I sit with people and I see the truth of you inside of yourself and I bring that forth. And it's a privilege and I'm excited to sit here with you all. Thank you. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Blair Kaplan-Venables. I'm a social media marketing expert and mentor and a resilience thought leader. My chapter, chapter 12. I can't seem to remember the name of the title, but I know it's number 12. I talk about mental wealth and the importance of strengthening your resilience muscle because when you are resilient, you are wealthy. Um, little heavy story, side story. Um, in the last few years, um, I learned my father was terminally ill and then my grandfather passed away and on the way home from his funeral my husband and I got in a car accident and I got a concussion and a couple months later my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. Not even a year later we suffered a miscarriage after trying to get pregnant for three years and being told I couldn't. 
Three weeks later, my father-in-law passed away suddenly. Three months later, my mother passed away suddenly. And not even a year later, four months ago, my father passed away. I get up every day and show up with a purpose. I tell my story and I share the secrets of strengthening your resilience muscle because there is a light at the tunnel and you are wealthy and resilient. Yeah, all right. All right, ladies. Yeah, pretty awesome, right? So this is what you're going to find inside of this book. But I want to tap into these ladies a little bit more because I think that um, one of the, the biggest lessons that we can learn is how people failed. What was the biggest challenges that they've overcome and to get to where they are today? And so I'd like to ask each and every one of you that question. You know, what is some of the biggest challenges that you've had that you have overcome? And what were the lessons that you learned from it? Hi, I'm Blair. I just spoke. <laughs> Everyone died in my life in a very short period of time. Yeah. Like, honestly, learning that, like, watching life disappear and parents not retire, I learned that I need to live my life differently and that I'm not living to retire. I'm living a life I don't want to retire from. I make money. I spend it on things I want to do. I'm about experiences and not things. I do like things, but, like, that's not the top of my list. And basically, the gift my parents gave me in them moving on from this lifetime is the gift of life and reminding me to be alive. Hmm. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Really, what a great question. I love it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm no different from anyone in the room. I know pain. I know suffering. Um, at 14, I came out and spoke about being sexually and physically abused by my own father. That led me to being homeless on the streets because nobody could hold that story and nobody could cope with that story. I felt I didn't belong. I felt nobody cared about me and I felt so unloved, so much so that I hated my own reflection in that mirror and I attempted suicide when I was 15. Um, that led me down a very dangerous path for many, many years and I felt like life had its foot on my neck. And I felt like life just did not give a fuck about who I was. And I felt like I had nothing to give and nothing to contribute. I gave birth at 19 only to be left to be a single mother three weeks before I gave birth. And giving birth to my son was the best thing. In the moment I gave birth to him and his little fingers gripped my finger and something in me knew. I want to be a terrific person for this child. I want to transcend. I want to heal. I want to find healing. I want to like this person that I am. Because I knew I was a nice person. I knew I was nice. I, I would light up the room when I walked into it. So I went on that path and I really went deep into that work. And I had my spiritual awakening. And I sat with my father and I asked, why me? Why would you do something like this to me? And in our conversation, I recognized that my dad had his own trauma. And I realized in that moment, I actually, life isn't happening to me. Life is happening for me. Life is a teacher. It's given me a lesson. And my lesson is I can wake up and I can be a powerful woman who has survived so much. I'm not a victim. I am not a victim. You spoke beautifully yesterday, Hanalei. You spoke about a phoenix rising up. We are all phoenixes here in the room. Each one of us, I'm sure, at one point, you've all had to step up inside of yourself and push yourselves through something, whatever that was. So I'm here to celebrate that. Yes. And that's my story. Wow. Beautiful. Okay, the question is... <laughs> sort of, Biggest challenge or big, yeah. big challenge? What are some of the biggest challenges that you've overcome and, and how did you overcome that? Yeah. Uh, I was born legally blind 
And so for the first three years of my life, I only saw shapes and colors, and I had to make my way through the world with my, my other senses, my feeling, um, my smell. And when I did get glasses and I realized that things had details, I had a really hard time integrating into this world. I, I, I was a, a little behind. <laughs> and I kept, I knew in my heart of hearts that we were all one big beautiful light show. And yet I had to live in this world of separation where everything had its own definition. And I had, I've always had a really hard time <laughs> um, not thinking of each of us as one, as connected, as all, um, you know, all together in this in this soup. Uh, so it was is kind of painful, just over lots of lessons about um, the world trying to make you think you're separate. And finally, you know, I. I've had a great career. I was, you know, senior level manager in several corporations. I've been the director of several nonprofits. I've, um, I'm the mother of three wonderful children. Uh, I've had a lot of wonderful things, but I, I've never felt like I belonged in this world, really. For and I, like you, Rhonda, I tried super hard, and I could, I made it happen with my will. And then. Uh, some something happened. I, I did get divorced, and I had I went through sort of a dark night time, and I like Rhonda kind of challenged myself to just do it differently and to live from my truth, which I know is we are all connected all the time, not only to each other but to the earth, to source, to the divine, and all we need to do is invite it in and ask. And so now I started living my life from that truth, and that's part of what I wanted to share in the chapter because it's been more amazing every year of my life as I've embraced that more. Mm. Thank you. So I was born in Poland. I came to America when I was three years old. My parents still don't speak any English. We've been in America for almost 30 years. They still don't speak any English. Um, and we grew up fairly poor. Um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. I uh, couldn't get the brand name things in school. I, I was so excited when I could get like 20 cent lunches because we could afford that. <laughs> but I, I grew up with a very limited belief around money. And at the age of 10, my dad was in a work accident, which caused him to be handicapped. So at the age of 10, I was translating legal documents because I was the only person that knew how to speak English. I was going to all doctor's visits. I was going to all lawyer visits. And I had to grow up very quickly. I felt like I had my childhood robbed from me. At the age of 16, I was already working in corporate America. 19, I graduated with my first bachelor's degree. I knew what I wanted to do. I went straight forward because I needed to support my family. I needed to be there for my family. By 20, about 20-ish, my dad saw the kind of money that I was coming in and stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from me, which left me heartbroken. On top of that, I went towards drugs, alcohol, I was sexually abused, I was so stressed, I had insomnia, anxiety, depression, I had an eating disorder, uh, I was going legally blind as well. At that point, doctors couldn't figure out what was going wrong with me. It was all stress. At 25, I said, 
F this, <laughs> F all of this. Let me get as far away from all of this as possible. I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. I've been traveling ever since then. I've been seven years on the road. Mm -hmm. And I found myself. I didn't know that that's what was going to happen. I didn't know that I was looking for myself. But that's exactly what happened. I started getting into spiritual practices. I started praying. I started meditating. I started doing yoga. I started healing. For the first time, I forgave my father. I looked him in the eyes. I told him that he hurt me. I forgave him. And... The, because I took that leap of faith, because I took that step that I know that I need a life and I deserve a life way better than I had, I needed to create that life. It wasn't something that was given to me. I created it. But it was because I took that leap of faith and I had faith in myself. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <clears throat> It's so hard to be the last one on this row. <laughs> and it's really maybe fitting as well because, um, you know, I've not had some of the more harsher things that many of these women just discussed happen in my life, thankfully. Uh, I've, I've been entitled in some ways, perhaps. Um, but, you know, who out there can relate to the fact that... Um, it's pretty easy to feel less than in this world. And that's probably um, maybe my largest uh, challenge having gone through my life. I have two beautiful children. Uh, I was married, and unfortunately, uh, it didn't end up working out. But um, what I learned from that um, heartbreaking experience was that actually... Um, Gratitude for the challenges that come our way uh, give us, they give us a stepping stone to actually um, see where our weaknesses are and turn them into strengths. And so uh, though I ha I've had to mourn the end of a marriage that was like the picket fence dream that so many people in the world look for as their ultimate goal, um, I'm able to look with gratitude um, to my ex-husband for making me a stronger, better version of myself because I wasn't standing up and I wasn't using my voice and I wasn't creating a life that I have the power and can create because I was being quiet and I was allowing myself to feel less than. And so... You know, my chapter is, is about slowing down and it's about connecting to your heart because the world that I look out at from my eyes, and I am like a tender-hearted person, so I'm getting teary-eyed here. Um, I never really felt like I belonged on the planet because sometimes I would look out and say like, oh my God, this is our world. And the last couple of years, that's just been increasing for me. And I look around our world and I have two young children that I dearly love that have had some really tough times in the last couple of years. And I see my friends with kids and everyone working so hard. And we all, many of us, have lost the ability to connect to our hearts. And many women here have talked on that and touched on that subject because it really is the essence of why we're all here. Like, if we can just connect to our heart, then there is our true self. And that is where we can create with all, because this is not a story of one woman, 
It's not a story of mine. This is all of us, all of us together, creating the world we want to live in. And that's why I'm in this project, and I don't really still know why I'm here, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty powerful, right? How many of us can relate to these type of things? You know, sometimes it's hard to, you know, hear someone else's story and say, ah, that doesn't happen to me. But we all have something in common that doesn't matter if we're male or female, right? We're all just trying to be our best version of ourselves. And I think right now where the world is going, because we live in a world that says we're not good enough or that we have to, you know, be better or be stronger. But in reality, what we need to be is at peace. Is at peace with ourselves. Is at peace with our decisions. It helps our businesses grow. The moment I actually calmed down and stopped forcing, everything started to flow, including the wealth, including more love, including better people. Because when we are chips on our shoulders, what good does that do us? So thank you, ladies, for sharing. So excited for all of you to be able to read their chapters, share this with your friends, and. Um, yeah, make sure that you meet these women because they're also going to be in the back. We have a book signing. So we're going to be navigating. We're going to take a break in just a moment. We're going to navigate, go back, and you can have the lady sign your book um, because there might be some stories that you want to share too. And why we created Women Gone Wild is actually to create a very safe place for women to share their stories, to really share them. Like, you let me share my story here today, and I've never done that. I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to Abundant Badass University are officially opened. Yay, I'm so excited to have this university open finally. This is for the beautiful, beautiful Abundant Badasses who are ready to up-level their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months. This is going to work out for you. This is for the person who's done all of the courses, who's done all of the freebies, who has done the long sale pages, the challenges, and nothing has been working. This is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light, finally up-level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to up-level themselves and their business. This is a 12-month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a, a membership or any um, actual coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the hand-holding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time, and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs, and it's getting you absolutely 
absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where this spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in, um, in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply there is an application process i will be reaching out to you personally either myself or my teammate christina and we will get you aligned get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because i am having so many applications so many people talking to me i want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone there is so much that goes into this incubator including a step-by-step -step, um, business tutorials there's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines, your practices. There's a membership area. You get templates, swipes, scripts included. There's a one-on-one -on -one component included. There's a weekly hot seat, a weekly um, mastermind, as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one -on -one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning. And I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. Are you an entrepreneur, speaker, author, coach, healer, or CEO that needs help with online brand positioning? A first impression really is everything. You want to make your first impression an amazing one. Let us show you how to energetically get your business aligned and start attracting your ideal clients. Join us on this four-day expo to brand yourself and your business in Cabo. Let's get crystal clear on your story as well as your image, then take your brand on a journey to the attention that it deserves. Join us at cabobrandingexpo.co or in the link in the description. We'll see you on the inside.